Welcome to Natural Kids Health Podcast, hosted by board-certified health practitioner Fraser Bridgman. Fraser shares how she went from world judo and jiu-jitsu champion to dedicating her life to helping her daughter, Michaela, who was struggling with life-threatening health issues. After helping her daughter get her health back, she has become a world-renowned health coach. Fraser now shares how you can help your own family achieve the health and wellness goals they deserve. Now here's Fraser. Hi, on today's show, we'd like to talk and address the problems of raising kids who are really hyperactive, maybe struggling from ADHD and hyperactivity, and a slew of other labels we like to put on these kids who have symptoms of restless energy and have struggles focusing, paying attention, doing well in school, and keeping their bodies still when you'd like them to. There's definitely a huge rising rate. ADHD affects more than 6 million children in the U.S. alone. Currently, that is very prevalent in ages 6 to 11, which have the highest percentage of difficulty. And kids from 2 to 6 also suffering at alarming rates. It's really hard as parents who are raising kids with this hyperactivity and ADHD, it can be exhausting and discouraging and it takes a lot of energy and sometimes hopelessness of how to get your kids to do what you need them to do and fear that they're not going to be successful later on in life. It's so prevalent. I mean, if we're talking 6 million children in the U.S. alone, we're talking even more by the millions worldwide. Like, this is an insane problem. And people don't know what to do. And we're turning to our medical doctors and we're trying medications that sometimes are super successful, but sometimes are absolutely not successful. And that come with a host of side effects that could be just as bad as the problem itself. And I believe that there's a a place for all of that, but there's also a huge component that we are forgetting to delve into and that often we look to our medical professionals for the end and be all of information on how do we help our children, how do we make them healthier and and pay attention and stop running around in circles. (laughs) And it can be really, really challenging as a parent to navigate any other system other than what your doctor tells you to do and suggests you to do because there's an overwhelming amount of information on the internet and that can both be a blessing in disguise but it can also be not to your benefit because it's just complicated and it's confusing and you don't know what to do. And as a mom with somebody who has absolute wild amounts of energy some days and an inability to completely pay attention and who has really bad OCD, who wants to repeat things over and over again, she's diagnosed with autism. I totally, I can understand how frustrating and (laughs) annoying it can be. And most of all, as a parent, you just want to do everything you can. And I'm here today to kind of give you the guidance. So in our world, we are just, here's some medication. Often it's medication that can kind of like speed, actually very similar to speed. And we hope it really helps them. And we try and sort out the dosage. And sometimes it's great. And often it is not. What do you do if it's not, if it doesn't work and you have nowhere to turn? And what if you 
really don't want to go that route? What if you want to go the natural route? Well, there's so much science behind the options that are out there. There's so much scientific evidence that show that there are applications that can be done to improve quality of life, both for the parent, the exhausted parent, and for the child themselves. It's very common for a child to have a higher predisposition genetically if one of their parents was also diagnosed with ADHD. And I say across the board that if it's your spouse or your child that has signs of attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, that all of the advice in this podcast is going to be absolutely relevant and absolutely helpful. And don't be discouraged. Stick with it. These will work and there is an answer and there's an underlying root cause of why your child has these symptoms. And again, the symptoms often are inability to sit still, very fidgety, hard to stay focused on what they're doing, a constant need to move their body, usually very talkative, very disruptive, And it's extremely difficult for them to do any form of waiting. Waiting in line anywhere at any point is like torture for them. They have a real disposition to be impulsive. And that doesn't often change over the course of their life. These often grow into adults who are also impulsive and have a difficulty controlling those impulses. And again, they tend to be interruptive whether it's in conversation or in class or whatever it is they're doing. They often don't sleep very well. They often have disrupted sleep and ability to fall asleep, stay asleep. So their quality of sleep is often very poor. So we want to go and we want to say, okay, we have this massive problem. It's affecting, without question, at least, like we said, 6 million children just in the U.S. alone what are we doing? What is causing this? Like there has to be an answer for why this is such a prevalent problem. So we want to look first at the key common triggers that make things worse. And there's lots of statistics out there on this, but the common triggers are stress. So if you see a child who is going through a more stressful time than usual, their ADHD is worse. When they have poor sleep, when they've had periods of late nights or interrupted sleep, their symptoms are worse. One of the ones that is most easily detectable by functional medicine testing is food sensitivities. There are very, very high prevalent amounts of children suffering from food sensitivities. And this is an easy test that you can do with your integrative health practitioner. It is not the same as a food allergy and your medical doctor will not run this test for you. This is not an allergy. This is an IgG food sensitivity test. And that alone, if taking away food that cause latent allergy type effects that create an inflammation in your kid's body can have dramatic and profound changes. And it's as simple as just a finger poke, blood on a card, and sending it off to a lab and getting those results of over 200 different foods and a matter of just cutting out those foods that are causing problems. It can sometimes be an absolutely dramatic effect just from that functional medicine test alone. Next, you can test for a test that's called organic amino acid tests. This test has over 70 markers. It tests your neurotransmitter health your yeast in the microbiome of your guts, bacteria, and vitamin levels as well. 
This is a test like probably the number one test that I recommend. And it gives you and your practitioner so much information about the health of what's going on inside of your child's body. So there are key nutrients that science shows absolutely are prone to being low in a child who is suffering from these types of symptoms. Often they have really poor gut health. Really common is to have stomach aches and even reflux and heartburn are common in these kids. And it's proven that zinc, iron, vitamin C, all your vitamin Bs, which is your stress vitamin. So again, these kids don't deal well with stress. They often have high levels of stress or the perception of high level of stress. And that often drives the levels of their vitamin B in their bodies down. And of course, magnesium. So magnesium is known as a calming vitamin. And it can definitely help with sleep as it calms the nervous system down, as well as melatonin, which is helps to improve the quality of sleep as well. And these, again, are proven scientifically. And it's not just you know, medical doctors that get to use these science information, but it, it should be the rest of the world also using this for their advantage. Magnesium also is a very key component to constipation in kids. And a lot often these kiddos have some sort of major gut health problems. So it's very common for yeast overgrowth. And that's what the organic amino acids test tests for and shows. And there's a whole yeast bacterial protocol that you can do. But of course, it, you don't want to guess. I mean, if you've been suffering, if your child's been suffering for years with this hyperactive behavior, it's just as uncomfortable for them as it is for the parent who is exhausted in raising them. And so if you want to calm the body down, you got to look at where they are deficient in, and you got to run these medical functional medicine labs to find specific answers. And I understand that not everybody can afford them. And so then using these key nutrients that are commonly low in ADHD is going to bring about profound change in your child. But to get the fastest results possible and the most profound effect, going to functional medicine testing right off the hop is going to save you a lot of time. And in the long run, a lot of money in my opinion, because you can see right away from an organic acid test is just a urine sample done at home in the morning. And it takes about five or six weeks to get back. And you have so much information and knowing exactly the protocols you should start with first. And these are scientifically proven time and time again that they have brought amazing results with functional medicine protocols using herbs and supplementation and diet changes. Something as simple as putting a all-in-one formula in a smoothie every morning with blueberries it can honestly make a huge effect. And you start adding these things into your daily routine and over time, you're going to see a completely different child. The third thing is often that they're low in omega-3. So omega-3 really is an anti-inflammatory fat that we often don't get. And we don't see children eating a lot of fatty fish anymore these days. Diets are actually really poor. We often don't see children anymore. About 90% of the population does not get the recommended dose of greens and vegetables and omega-3s. And this is causing a, a huge influx of inflammation through most people's bodies. And then you take on top of that, you're taking, you're eating and they're eating foods that contribute to sensitivities and also, again, an inflammatory problem that is what causes the brain to have this reaction of 
on inability to think clearly and make good decisions and to be calm. So common food sensitivities are milk, chocolate, soy, wheat, tomatoes, grapes, citrus fruits, eggs, beans, and corn. These are the most common ones that we see with the functional lab testing that correlate with ADHD and hyperactivity type symptoms. And it's almost 95% of the time you're going to see a milk allergy in these kiddos. So like even before you do the test, or if you can't afford the test, I'm always going to recommend that you cut out cow's milk. And I'm sure there's lots of people that are going to argue that, you know, and we'll go into this in greater detail when we do episodes on this, but you get your vitamin D and your calcium from much better sources and it, that don't have this inflammation effect. So then the next thing I recommend, of course, is to add the omega-3s. If you're going to bring down inflammation in the brain, you got to add omega-3s. And it's a difficult one because kids are often really picky eaters. And if they haven't been raised on, you know, these healthy fatty fishes, to just expect and make them eat them is a difficult task. And I think that it can be happen over time. But I think when you're looking for the fastest solution that you have to use supplementation in the beginning. So using a very healthy, very well-sourced omega-3 fish formula can make a massive difference in reducing that inflammation in the brain. Also, when we talk about probiotics, it would be the next thing because of gut health. So you're going to add your zinc, your iron, vitamin C, your B vitamins, your magnesium, and your omega-3s and your probiotics. Now you want to get a good probiotic. You don't want to just go out there and get whatever's on sale at Amazon. That is the biggest mistake that people do. They think that all vitamins and supplements are equal. It is absolutely not the case. If you don't know where those are sourced, then there is a absolute huge scam out there that people are just putting fillers in pills because nothing is, the health world is not taking care of the way that the medical world is where they ensure quality in what you buy. So you must buy from a healthy, well-known source. Do not buy your supplements for your children off of Amazon. Highly recommended. Highly not recommended. So when we look at the studies that show, we look at their blood studies. So all very common in kids have showed a lowered level of blood serum of both vitamin D levels and magnesium. So kids aren't getting out in the sunshine like they used to. They're not getting the sunshine, they're not getting the vitamin D, and that is causing huge problems. And magnesium is low in almost our entire society. We don't have the same food sources that we used to have. We don't have the same soil that we used to have that, and therefore we're not eating enough. And that's causing, and if you'll see a huge rise, and I believe a correlation with how poor our food choices have become, and how low our magnesium levels across the board have become with how high are and prevalent the rates of ADHD and anxiety have become as well. Magnesium is a, I am a huge advocate for so, so, so many different disorders, almost everything, supplementing with magnesium to calm the body down. And I highly recommend if your child has any form of constipation or restlessness, that they should be taking magnesium citrate at night to help them sleep and to calm them down. And 100%, they should have uh, vitamin D supplementation, which is just little drops I recommend under their tongue. So depending on their weight, um, you're looking at about between 1,000 and 4,000 IUDs a day. If your kids doesn't have a tan every day of the year, they need to be supplementing with vitamin D. So in the summer months, you want to take them off it because they're an outdoor kiddo. 
then that is totally fine. But in the fall and winter months, they need to be supplemented with vitamin D or, or there can definitely contribute to some of their symptoms. No question about it. Absolutely no question about it. What have been some other proven ways to help your kids with ADHD? Of course, cognitive behavioral therapy. I mean, it's number one on the list after improving their supplemental intake of healthy vitamins and minerals. You can teach them how to better cope and manage and all of these things. And we'll go into further detail about that in a further podcast. Working on improving their sleep quality. I mean, I don't know about you, but if you haven't slept well in a few days, you're pretty cranky and you're pretty agitated and you're probably making some pretty poor decisions. So sleep and sleep quality goes a really long way. And again, I talked about melatonin being a good resource to use in the beginning of fixing your kid's sleep and your own for that matter. And magnesium citrate, of course. And really getting into a super good sleep routine and working with an integrative health practitioner to personally find what is best for you and your child and your home and getting that routine down pat and really sticking with it. Because if you increase increase and improve the quality of sleep with your kid and in your home, you're going to immediately improve their quality of life. No question about it. So improving nutrition like we talked about. We talked mostly about supplementation, but like I said, getting their greens into them. Improving their nutrition is is so, so, so important. Kids should be starting their day with a great big smoothie with maybe um, some supplementation in there, some absolutely blueberries to get their antioxidants in there. They should be getting no deep fried food, also a huge problem with causing inflammation. And they should be eating fruits, vegetables, and lean proteins getting healthy things, not food that is in a package. And I know that seems like health 101, but we're all, everybody's still feeding all their kids food out of packages that have no nutritional value. They need to be eating vegetables, fruit, again, like I said, and we'll talk so much more about nutrition and diet in podcasts to come. And honestly, every kid needs a daily physical activity, preferably outside, should be built into a routine. I know we're all so busy, But kids, especially with ADHD and hyperactivity, I mean, these kids need to move. These kids need to get, I call it ants out of their pants. They need to move around and get it out. So highly, 100% these kids should be have a built into physical activity. And I actually say numerous times a day, you know, built in 10, 20 minute movement breaks as they call them in schools these days. These kids should be joining from my experience in life as I come from the martial arts background. I can't recommend anything more than getting your kid signed up for martial arts or gymnastics and getting them into a routine of like actually physically getting exerted 100% every day. It's a huge, huge benefit. And of course, you can do some testing for vitamin B12 levels. Your doctor or your primary caregiver can do this. It was absolutely negatively correlated with ADHD. And of course, we stated that vitamin D supplementation is important. And again, in PubMed states that it was showed a statistically significant improvement in ADHD scores as far as with inattention, hyperactivity, and behavior. So I can't recommend that enough, adding vitamin, uh, supplementing with vitamin D. Magnesium is also proven, as we have talked about a couple times throughout this episode, to relax all individuals. So mom and dad, if you're stressed out, and this has been a long couple of years figuring this out, I highly recommend adding magnesium to your after-dinner after beverages. And that's it for today. So again, I highly suggest if you have any comments, please let me know what they are. If you have any questions about the things we went over, I will link up as much information from today's podcast as I can for you. I am super thrilled that you listen to us and I can't recommend the 
links that I'll put for you for the vitamins and nutrients and supplements, please don't hesitate again to reach out. And of course, as always, please go to my website, fraserbridgman.com to have a free consultation. I would love to work with you and I would love to see your children become the best part of themselves. Have a great day. We'd love for you to continue listening on your journey to developing happy, healthy kids. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Need one-on-one guidance for your family? Schedule a free consultation with Fraser at FraserBridgman.com and we'll be thrilled to work with you. Again, that's FraserBridgman.com. Thanks for listening to Natural Kids Health with Fraser Bridgman.